Let's uh, take a look at some uh, weird news this morning. I ran onto this one. Highways are not dumping grounds. The Wisconsin State Patrol said in a Facebook post on Tuesday that troopers responded to a call for service in Washington County and found an abandoned boat on Highway 33. <laughs> Just because, yeah, listen to this. The boat, the boat, the boat had a free painted on the side of it. Just because you paint free on the side of something and leave it on the highway doesn't mean you're free from responsibility. The post added, disclaimer is not the proper method for disposing of a boat. <laughs> Somebody must have had a flat tire on their boat trailer or something and just said, I've had enough. <laughs> Spray paint free on it and leave it right there. Uh, you might not expect to see zebras at a pumpkin farm, but so it goes. Uh, Gebert's Pumpkin Patch and Apple Orchard is in uh, Pine Grove, Illinois. And on Sunday afternoon, two zebras escaped from their pen at the facility's indoor zoo and left the building through the rear doors. An employee at the farm says the farm does not own the zebras, says the zoo's animals are provided by another business. Farm workers and zookeepers went out to catch the zebras, and the Canes County Sheriff's deputies helped out once they got a call from the for about the loose zebras on Route 47. Uh, zebras uh, were eventually uh, captured, uninjured. Farm is investigating how the zebras escaped their pen. Yeah. Imagine uh, finding out your dog is uh, actually barking at a giant snake. You're out there scolding the dog. Will you be quiet? <laughs> but a family living in Marietta, Georgia, says that they awoke on a Wednesday morning when their dog started to bark loudly on the back porch. The homeowner discovered the dog was actually barking at a Burmese a python that slithered across its bed and onto a porch chair. The family contacted Animal Control, which took uh, custody of the snake. Confirmed it was a Burmese python. The officers say it was likely an escaped pet. Yeah. The uh, snake is uh, being kept at an animal control facility while officers try to locate its owner. Yeah. Because no one has a hatchet. <laughs> Evidently. And uh, let's see. What else do I have for you this morning? Uh, the Pennsylvania police say they have arrested a man for allegedly touching himself inside a vehicle at a North Hills gas station. Documents released this week show officers found this guy. He's naked from the waist down in the front seat of his car. And Vasco told the police that he was heading home from work as an instructor at Jewart's Gymnastics and got carried away, evidently. Court records show Vasco was also detained after being discovered performing different acts in his car back in July. So, kind of an exhibitionist, I guess. Some weird news this morning. An Illinois woman visiting Yellowstone National Park last spring has been sentenced to four days in jail because she, announced, she allowed a grizzly bear and her cubs to get too close to her. So here's the deal. Authorities say the 25-year-old Samantha Daring was with other public or with other park goers, visitors, a female grizzly and two cubs 
appeared less than 100 yards away from her. Park rules require visitors to walk away if this happens. If bears are within 100 yards of you, you get out of there. But instead, she stayed, continued to take photos. She pled guilty to approaching and uh, photographing um, wildlife, was sentenced to four days in jail. I had no idea this was even on the books. I mean, of course, you think there's a bear in the area. I'm getting out of here. But I didn't know there was a law in the books that said you can't stay and take photos. And now she's she's got jail time. She's also required to pay uh, fines, is banned from Yellowstone National Park for a year on top of it. I can see the ban because you don't want to get uh, the bear population all riled up in Yellowstone. <laughs> But I didn't know you could face jail time. That's pretty interesting. Uh, other noted interests in bears. Let's see. We had another story here. A Wisconsin man pleading guilty to illegally transporting a black bear carcass from Canada to North Dakota. And officials report Joseph uh, Stalarsik uh, reached a plea deal after being caught exceeding the Manitoba bag limit by killing two bears in the same year. According to court documents, Stolarchik, he pled guilty to a misdemeanor count of unlawful transportation of wildlife in foreign commerce, could face a hefty $100,000 fine, as well as a year behind bars, for having exceeded the bag limit for bears in Canada. <laughs> Surprised they even let him in there to hunt with the way they've been so strict about COVID and people coming in and out of the country. But, yeah, some bear problems in the news this morning. How about this? Uh, it's all over the news every day that we have a shortage of bus drivers across the country. This dad takes his son's schooling very seriously. Sean Rogers, Jr., Columbus, Ohio, says his kids recently missed school when their bus driver never showed up. So he posted on Facebook to see if any other local parents wanted their kids driven to school in a limousine borrowed from his father's limousine service. Rogers said that he got uh, dozens of responses that led him to uh, giving 25 kids a, a ride one day, 42 the next day. Bus driver shortages have been uh, reported across Ohio. Officials recently said that 15 to 20 percent of the district's drivers called out Nearly every day two weeks ago. Kind of a strike situation there. I don't know exactly what's going on in Ohio, but the district is looking into alternative transportation options, obviously. Limos could be the answer, though, according to this guy, huh? And this you don't hear about very often. You don't hear about sharks and alligators crossing paths, but it does happen. A tourist was taking a video of an alligator under some docks in uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, ended up catching the moment that a shark swam up and nipped the gator's foot. Corey Conlon's video shows the shark swimming up to the alligator, biting it. The gator gives a startled jump, but does not appear injured. And then uh, Conlon says that the shark continued to kind of swim circles under the gator for several minutes before it said, ah texture's not right. <laughs> Looking at some weird news as we get going this morning. This is really a cruel prank. On a Friday afternoon, 
There were reports of baby cries coming from a container in uh, Zoetermer in the uh, in the Netherlands. The reports persisted on Saturday. Police say that emergency services did everything possible to save an infant that they thought was in distress. An investigation reveals that the cries were coming from Bluetooth speakers that had been placed inside the container and a 48-year-old man was arrested in connection with the incident. What in what is going on with this guy? Is he trying to make a point of some sort? Obviously, he went to great lengths to create this circumstance where uh, people were looking for this baby. What a weird deal. Well, this had to be a terrifying way to wake up. On October 4th, a woman in British Columbia, Canada, was awakened by a crashing sound and the feeling of debris hitting her face. Ruth Hamilton looked up to see a hole in her ceiling and a rock on her pillow. She she called 911 because she wasn't sure what happened, and it turned out the meteor was sailing over the area that night. Authorities say that a part must have broken off and crashed through the woman's roof. The Daily Star reports she's lucky the fist-sized rock didn't hit her as it only narrowly missed her head. Wow. Hamilton says she'll keep the meteorite. Here's the really tricky part. As for the damage to her home, her insurance company is determining whether damage from space debris is covered under her policy. What a thing to have to work through with your insurance company. Well, is space debris going to be covered here? Uh, And then maybe look at it and say, well, what percentage of your roof was affected? It's, you know, hail, but it's hail from much further away and with much more velocity. (laughs) Uh, After finding a large amount of marijuana in a mini storage facility, a Florida sheriff is uh, looking to return it to its owner. Now, we've had some stories like this before where they've actually caught some guys that came forward on a posting like this. But Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey jokingly wrote, in a post on the department's Facebook page that they'd be happy to reunite you with your lost property. The 770 pounds of marijuana carries a street value of $2 million, according to the post, which urges the rightful owner to go to the Department's of Criminal Investigative Services building. Possession of 20 grams of cannabis or more in the state is considered a felony, so they're looking to maybe... uh, Charge somebody with 770 pounds of dope. And the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and local police are investigating after someone spread ashes during Sunday's game at Heinz Field. Lots of people joke about this kind of thing, maybe. Or you can spread my ashes, you know, at U.S. Bank Stadium when I'm gone or something like that. Well, evidently somebody really went through it with it this time. The ashes were allegedly spread in the south end zone. A spokesman for the Steelers said that they want fans to know spreading ashes is not permitted. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. No information on the suspect or suspects. Okay, here's what's in the weird news today. An Illinois girl receiving a big honor for saving her younger cousin's life. WSIL-TV reports 11-year-old Alana Campbell 
has received the Girl Scout Medal of Honor for saving her six-year-old cousin Piper Morris's life. The girls were swimming together one day this summer. Morris started to have a seizure. Campbell rushed to help and keep Morris afloat, carried her across the pool to her grandma to get Morris out of the water. Campbell said she knew she had to do something the moment it happened, adding that she really didn't have too much time to think about it. Yeah. No, she reacted. And, uh... Heroic efforts. Good job. Pair of identical twins, now Guinness World Record holders, more than 16,000 pickleball shots later. (laughs) Angelo and Ettore Rossetti spent over six hours serving each other on a court in uh, Connecticut to set the record for the longest pickleball rally ever. (laughs) Uh, The pair... Already on the uh, world records for longest tennis rally and uh, tennis volley rally. A goal of 15,000 shots. The uh, pair eclipsed the total by more than 1,000 before stopping. So they had the goal to get 15,000, and they went way beyond. Way to go. Wow. Record attempt uh, raised funds for a charity as well. The charity was called Save the Children. And so they really got uh, the rewards. They got uh, the charity reward of uh, helping somebody out, plus they got 16,000 pickleball shots and get into the Guinness World Record. Um, I don't know. You maybe heard this on social media, or even I think it was maybe even on the news last night. Uh, something hanging around your neck for a couple of years that might get your attention? Colorado Parks and Wildlife says a bull elk was spotted south of Pine Junction on Saturday. The officers responded to the area. It was the fourth time within a week that the officers attempted to locate and tranquilize the elk, which had been spotted wandering around with a tire around its neck for a couple of years. People have been seeing this elk show up, and it's got a tire around its neck. Officers successfully tranquilized the animal, cut through its antlers so the tire could be lifted off of its head. So they just hold it back off. They didn't cut the tire. They cut the antlers, and they slid it back off. They said the decision to cut the antlers was made after they discovered they would not be able to cut through the tire, which, of course, steel-belted, steel-bead. The uh, elk was released at the scene, minus about 35 pounds of tire and debris, because the tire weighs something, plus there was like 10 pounds of debris in the tire. <laughs> Can you imagine this elk wakes up after the fact and is like, wow, I feel great. (laughs) Take 35 pounds from around its neck. Get back to real living. And the Toronto Zoo is asking for the public's help finding a red fox that escaped from the facility and has been on the loose for weeks now. The zoo posted on Facebook that Todd the fox escaped from its habitat by digging a hole mid-September has been... uh, and hasn't been found, despite extensive searches in the area. Officials are asking anyone who spots a red fox that might be Todd <laughs> to report the location of Todd the fox. Or, yeah, here's they actually have an email address set up so you can report Todd the fox. Todd the fox at torontozoo.ca. The uh, zoo also cautioned that red foxes are native to the area, so members of the public should not attempt to approach an animal they think could be the escapee. Todd was brought to the zoo in 2020 after he showed abnormal behavior. 
He was not afraid of people. And uh, carers suspect that he was hand-raised by humans before being released into the wild. So they've got reason to want to get him back. Todd the Fox. Earlier we had Gladys the Owl that has uh, been on the loose from the zoo. Uh, that was, uh, where is that at? Oh, it was at the uh, Apple Valley, the zoo there. Gladys is on the loose, and now Todd the Fox is as well. It's 724. All right, um, let's talk about uh, some weird news this morning. African caracal on the loose after escape from Michigan home. There are a lot of reasons maybe not to keep a wild animal as a pet, and one of the big reasons is they might escape. <laughs> the uh, Royal Oak Police Department in uh, Michigan says that a woman who owns four African caracal cats told them that two of the cats escaped through a gate that was left open on her property recently. One of the caracals was captured when it was spotted near the uh, Royal Oak School Administration building. But uh, police say the other is still on the loose. Royal Oak School posted a warning to Facebook uh, urging members of the public not to approach the cat if they spot it. So I know it's an administrative building, but still, a cat kind of searching for kids, do you think? I don't know. It's a strange deal. Wild cats. I'll just keep a wild cat as my pet. No, no thank you. Uh, a woman from Turkey has been named the world's tallest by Guinness World Records. Romesa uh, Gilga, Gilgi, excuse me, stands uh, 7 feet, 0.07 inches. So just over 7 feet tall. Previously named the tallest teenager living in 2014, claimed her newest title when she was officially measured by Guinness this year. Gilgi was uh, born with Weaver syndrome. It's a rare condition, causes accelerated growth, the condition causes her to use a wheelchair for her mobility, but she can walk short periods with the help of a walker. Wow. Tall, but uh, debilitating, obviously. And a Bosnian man builds a rotating house to say I love you, basically. It's a unique way to express love. 72-year-old uh, Vojan Kusik, he built a house in uh, Serbic, Bosnia, can rotate in a full circle to satisfy his wife's desire to have different views out the windows. Yeah, I wish that, you know, sometimes the dining room would face west. Okay, honey. <laughs> Kusik designed and built the rotating house by himself using the electric motors and the wheels of an old military transport vehicle. Interesting. The only question I would have is about the plumbing and the wiring and what happens when this rotation starts to take place. There must be some flexibility somewhere in the setup. He's got, like, extra slack on everything, flexible hoses hooked up to the plumbing in the basement. I don't know. Sounds interesting, though, doesn't it? <laughs> 